Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome back to the Best Kept Secret Podcast. I'm Mary Kate here and my co-host, Will. Hello, everyone. Hello, faithful listeners. (laughs) Hey, mom. (laughs) (laughs) No, we do have a good following and I'm so grateful for everybody that is following us um, because, you know, sometimes we're a hit, sometimes we're a miss. (laughs) Yep. That, that is true. In these early days, there are those, you know, we do have some uh, swing and a misses, but, you know, sometimes we hit a, we hit a home run. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Um, so we haven't spoken in a while because you were on vacation. What's been happening? I was on vacation. I was in the uh, the heartlands of America. I was in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. I'm like, where the hell is that? <laughs> I, I don't know why I call it the heartlands of America. I, I think it's just the rolling plains, the cornfields, the smell yeah. of cow manure. You know, you know your home, the tractors, you know. Is it really like that out there? Yes, it oh, is. Wow. <laughs> so that's that's where like, I don't know why. But honestly, I think I went to Nebraska a few years ago, too. And I was like, ah, I'm just out here in the heartlands of America again. So I think anywhere where I see rolling plains and more of the kind of blue collar, I kind of just think of the heartlands of America, you know, the salt of the earth people who wake up with the sun, you know, to, to milk the cows. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things, but yeah, I had a great time. It was really nice to see it. We, we spent a night in Chicago as well. Oh, so I got to see nice. that city. Yeah. Uh, we were in a good part of Chicago. Um, yeah. You know. I <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't see some of the, uh, the downsides of it, I guess, but uh, good architecture there beautiful city in the right spots yes not not a place i'd go live though for sure yeah um i hear it can be a little rough yeah um what else has been going on how was your weekend this past weekend i didn't do too much because it was the first weekend kind of back um back north carolina so kind of just had a nice little lower key weekend of just getting up catching up on some stuff you know getting my ducks in a row because I'm, I'm heading to the beach this upcoming weekend. So oh, yes, I knew that I was just trying to get some things together. And, what beach uh, are you going to? So we're going to Emerald Isle. Okay. Which is, I want to say it's more, I guess, I guess it can be considered more Northern on the coast. Um, but North I don't Carolina. know of North Carolina. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Of North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've never heard of it, and I like to think I'm familiar with the Carolinas, but I've never heard of it. So I guess I'm not that familiar. (laughs) It's... Is it small? Yeah, it's a small little little spot. Um, I guess it's not... It's not... I shouldn't say it's that north, because it's it's north of Wilmington. It's not as far up as the Outer Banks, so I misspoke. So it's honestly more of, like, central coast of north carolina okay well that would be fun i can't wait to hear about that are you going surfing uh that is the plan i'm gonna i'm just gonna bring the boards and hope for the best <laughs> you have quite a few boards i do how many do you have at this point i don't know <laughs> i actually bought a new one at the beginning of the summer thinking that really? like yeah thinking that i was like it was like it was a it was an impromptu buy you know one of those things where you know that you shouldn't but you do it anyway very I'm like oh, i'm gonna get to the beach all summer <laughs> went, to the, went to the beach like back in may started off hot and it's been uh, trending downhill um i went to, i started off hot too at the beach because i went 
um, when COVID started, actually, um, I was like, oh, we're doing distant working from, from home. Okay. I'm going to work from the beach. So I went to Mississippi, um, you know, when I was living in New Orleans and, um, I spent one day there and then never went back. (laughs) It's so sometimes when you don't live right close to it, where it's a stone's throw away, it's, you can get caught of, you, you know, Things don't work out on a weekend or, you know, with your schedule to get there. Exactly. Because you and I both grew up on the water. So, you know, we're, we were used to going to the beach very often or be see, at least being able to see the water, like, easy, easily. Now I had to drive and, oh, it's a pain. Yeah. What about you? What's been going on in your end? What's changed in the life of Mary-Kate? Well, we've kept this on the wraps, and I know you know, but it's time to let everybody else know. <laughs> I have uh, moved, and so I, I left. I, I hung my hat in New Orleans, and I came uh, came up to Vermont. So big That's a change. big change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in every sense of the word, um, like culturally, weather-wise. I mean, I don't have air conditioning and I'm like totally okay. I'm comfortable. Yeah, you could definitely the the cooler evenings, right? Yeah, I've never I haven't experienced a no AC summer since I mean, I don't know when. Probably since Connecticut probably. But even then my parents have AC. Yeah. So but so I'm up in Vermont, made a move. Um went up to my new school today just to like do a little paperwork but very exciting um I feel like I'm in a Hallmark movie you know it's very New England (laughs) yeah (laughs) like I'm just picturing the snow you know on the mountains and then like the little town stores um people outside greeting each other all the little flower pots it's very Hallmark yes yes but you're familiar with Vermont. Don't you guys go up there for skiing? Uh, I shouldn't say I ski anymore. That was once upon a time. Oh. <laughs> uh, I came I came to the conclusion that I, it was I was grateful to be able to learn how to ski and or snowboard. However, I was never fully committed and I was never a full day skier. Yeah, I get that. I I'm a half day hard. guy. I'm a half day guy. <laughs> Get me on the mountain, you know, from eight o'clock till noon. I'm good. You know, I I had I would be totally content. So Yeah, I get that. Um, I mean I've only skied a handful of times, but the whole day thing, I remember I was taking lessons once. Um somebody that we both know actually took me on vacation to Vermont and they paid for like ski lessons for us, which was really generous and nice. Um, but the instructor had to send us back to the, the cabin because I was getting frostbite on my face. I'm like, yeah, cause it's late in the evening. The sun's going down. <laughs> my, <laughs> my kid's just not prepared for this. Been going at it all day. <laughs> yeah. I needed to head back. He knew it. We all knew it frostbite on the face (laughs) it's time but i have a question for you because i've been thinking about this since you mentioned it so you mentioned that you like um country music which made me want to throw up in my mouth because i've never been much of a country person but then 
I was thinking about it and like, you know, I like a little Carrie Underwood, but I would consider her pop. Um, that's the only country person I can think of right now. But so Carrie Underwood, do you consider her country? I can't say I'm super familiar with the country genre, given it's a new acquired taste. Oh, gotcha. But I, I would say there are some of her stuff that is country. Okay. You know, she's more country than Taylor Swift. Okay. And, and I right. think Taylor Swift probably started off more in that realm of country kind of pop and has shifted more towards pop. But then I believe from what I've heard, her latest album is more, it's a little bit slower. Yeah, it's more um, acoustic based, maybe. Yeah, is that the right term? I was going to say folksy, but like, isn't it called folks, folklore? Folklore. Her thing is called folklore. <laughs> yeah i think like folk or something yeah. yeah i mean there's one track on there that's kind of country it has like the banjo and stuff um i don't know i'm not a huge but anyways so back to carrie underwood so the reason why i asked about her is because she had a debate with her husband recently about if a donut is considered breakfast or dessert, she thinks it's, you know, always and forever tried and true breakfast. And her husband's like, no, it's a dessert. And at the beginning of the day, when I heard about the debate, I was like, team Carrie. Now I'm not. <laughs> what, what's, what's made you change your mind? I'm thinking about it. Okay. Think about it. Breakfast is the f- first meal of the day. It's supposed to be like substantial. It's supposed to be satisfying. A donut isn't that. I mean, it sent it like satisfies that like sweet craving, but I mean, I'm hungry again by like an hour or two later. So that's not breakfast to me. I it's- I think yeah. I mean, it's it's the way it's baked. It has more of a dessert, right? Basically, a cake. In it a is, way, but it's a breakfast cake. It's a breakfast cake. <laughs> It's advertised as a breakfast cake, but it's, it doesn't have any of the qualities of a breakfast food. But what it does do is gives you a little sugar, a little carbs, and uh, gets <laughs> it going for about an hour. And then you crash and burn, and you feel really bad about yourself. Because <laughs> okay. let's be honest, when you're eating a donut, it's really hard just to eat one donut. You know, I know you wanna, especially you, when they're fresh. Yeah, you, you want to have a couple. Because sometimes if you get those fresh ones, they're so soft and moist. And that light. Eating, yes, and light and fluffy. Eating one, you're like, that doesn't even count. Like, that's that didn't count as a full donut because it was so light. I need another. And you're like, oh, this is great. Yeah, I can relate too hard on that. Um, but, yeah, so, I, I mean, the beginning of my day started with, like, okay, yes, donuts are breakfast. And as the days progressed, I'm like – you know, maybe it's not. Maybe her husband's getting something somewhere. Maybe it is dessert. <laughs> yeah. But, but, see, yeah, but I don't because like I would never eat just a donut for breakfast. Me, you can't. You can't I, because you'll be hungry again. Yeah, usually, you, you know, if you had something else on a side, maybe you had some eggs, a little protein, maybe some bacon, and then you had a little donut to kind of wrap it all up. You know, put the bow <laughs> on it. Yeah, you need something to tidy over. Yeah, I think so. So we have a fun episode today where we have a special guest, um, a small business owner. You and I wanted to highlight a small business owner because COVID has really kind of like wreaked havoc on um, some of the businesses and um, things like that. 
So, without further ado, should we bring our guest in? Let's do it. All right. Welcome to Best Kept Secret. We have our guest today who is a business owner of Dual Stage Amplification based in New Haven, Connecticut. But he's not only a businessman, but an Italian stallion and a chef and a writer and a coffee connoisseur. Please welcome our special guest, Donato Biseglia. Did I say it right? I stumbled over it. Yeah, that, no, that's it. Biseglia? <laughs> Hi, how are you guys? Great, how are you? Oh, Everything wow. is a okay. Um, how's your Wednesday going? Is it Wednesday? <laughs> you know what's the funny part? I was gonna ask you the same thing. Um, <laughs> yes, I I just checked. It is Wednesday. Uh, it is calm in New Haven. Humidity is uh, high. Hor- high. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's not bad. That's it's good. Not bad. How's the yeah. business going? Can you tell us a little bit about it before we um? Actually, you know what? Should I share the drink first so people can pause the episode? Sure. Um, yeah. So today's drink is called the Sweet Italian, which is made with sweet tea, bourbon, and lemoncello. And you just pour it over ice. It's kind of like an Arnold Palmer, but the adult version. Um, and instead of that lemonade, you have that lemoncello. And Donato, is it true? Do I have this correct? Do you make your own lemoncello? Yes, I did. Uh, over quarantine, um, made a batch of about about three liters. Oh my gosh! And <laughs> so the reason why it's three liters is because I ended up buying a handle of grain alcohol. Okay. And it needs to be diluted fifty percent, so it comes out to be three liters. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. Um, otherwise, it would be very, 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 very strong. How many? <laughs> how many lemons does it take? So it depends on who you ask, you know, what gypsy led you down this path to find this and blah, 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 blah. Um, the, the general consensus is between 12 to 16, depending on how strong you like it. Oh, I would definitely go more lemony. Yeah. Um, so that is why we had our drink, the um, Sweet Italian. It is named after you, so you can tell everybody that. Um, but now I guess we can roll into your business. So can you tell us a little bit about it, how you got started, what you do there? Okay. So, um, the business is called dual stage amplification. Uh, it was started in April of 2012. Um, I was 21 at the time, 21. Yeah. Oh, wow. Pretty young. I was like, wait, I can't believe that much time's already passed. <laughs> and, um, well, seriously, what we do is we design, build, and repair guitars, amplifiers, cables. Um, what I usually say is we work on anything that makes noise other than small children. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's good targeting. So, okay. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. You'd be surprised how it doesn't resonate with parents, but I mean, oh, well, <laughs> what do you know? Um, can't please everybody. But, um, <laughs> So basically, um, I specialize in vacuum tube uh, amplification, although I do repair and um, build other things that don't use vacuum tubes, of course. Right. And uh, I got into it. I was, oh, dear. I was 13, 14 at the time, and I was playing guitar, and I wanted an amplifier that was a lot of money that I couldn't afford. Um, We grew up relatively modest means, and so I was like, well, you know, if someone else can make it, then I can too. And so I had a job at a pizza place. Um, I was very young. It was like a family thing. And so um, I saved up all the money I made from there. And I started teaching myself uh, 
very small snippets of pre-calc and calculus and some trig. And, and how old are you at this time? Theory. I was 13, 14. Jesus. <laughs> but it's not like I did the thing properly. I, ta- I, I learned just what I needed to know. Okay. It's not like, which is worse. <laughs> which is so much worse. I mean, yeah, you're skipping because... all the other steps and you're just like jumping Everything. to some of the <laughs> hard stuff. <laughs> yeah, but literally that was the case. And come to find out, I mean, I was on, I also came up during a, a very specific time in internet history when forums were huge. Yeah. Huge. It was before, this was in 2000 and, oh dear, 2005-ish, 2006, 2000, I'm sorry, like 2004, 2005. And so forums were off the ground. They were, everyone was running because basically it was a complete free flow of knowledge. People were willing to help. They were willing to share knowledge and everything. Now, because of the increased commercialization of any knowledge whatsoever, literally anything. Yeah. Um, now everyone, everyone keeps things close to the chest. And of course, where there is no free flow of dialogue, there is no progress. Right. Or there is much less. It's individualized. It's not pooled. So I ended up learning by reading everything I can get my hands on, everything, and then buying things and trying to understand how they worked and, um, and getting shocked and almost killed a few times. And, <laughs> I can imagine. I'm not even kidding. It was actually really bad. Um, but yeah, so that's basically how this started. And so I was in high school. And if you ask anyone who I went to high school with, um, basically, I would be tinkering and fiddling with things in the back of class or whatever it doesn't matter like any free time that I had that's what I was doing and I just continued it once I figured out I could do something for someone I was like oh wow you know we fix this for you well what else can I do and so I saved up money um I made my first amplifier it died fantastically in flames (laughs) and (laughs) fantastically in flames because it's high voltage high current oh okay um so it, it really is actually very, very dangerous to anybody listening as a, as a, a, as a forum member, I have to say, don't stick your hands in these things. These things will kill you. Don't touch them, please. <laughs> you heard it, you to, heard it like, here, everybody. <laughs> I, no, but seriously, don't do it. Um, like, unless you know what you're doing and you have training and the equipment, don't do it. Right. Um, so, so you're pretty, pretty much totally self-taught is what I'm yes. understanding, which is incredible. Yes, I don't have, I don't have any schooling. Yeah, I don't have any schooling. Um, which is crazy, but you did go to Quinnipiac, is that correct? In New- just for a year. Um, <laughs> just for one. Year. What were you? What was your plan? What were you going to do? Well, it sounds like college didn't even benefit you at all because uh, everything that you know you taught yourself. So why not save the money? But what did you? What were you going to Quinnipiac for? Uh, biochemistry. Oh, okay, that actually, makes sense. To become a dentist. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> if I, my my dad drilled it into my head. No, you got to do this. It's, it, you'll survive. You'll make lots of money. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then I did, it and I was like, mm. and then I ended up because it, going to Quinnipiac was very expensive. It, it was is about forty thousand. It was like forty grand at the time. Yeah. Which now it's... anybody would jump at forty grand. I know. I was gonna years. say it's probably way more than that now. <laughs> when my sister went four years later. It was about fifty-two, fifty-five. Yeah, wow. that sounds about right. Yeah, it, it went it went up about twenty-five percent over the years, which is unheard of. Yeah, it's insane. Um, so yeah, you saved not- your parents a lot of money. I mean, not only with college, but like building your own stuff and working at age thirteen. Yeah, basically, I I really liked being independent, and I've been independent, especially especially financially, for a long time. 
um, to varying degrees of success. I mean, there's, I've come very close to everything just closing. I've come very, and things have been very successful. It's been, I've tasted both ends of the gamut. Right. Both ends. Um, and so this is what we do. I have a shop out of uh, Erector Square in New Haven, which is a nice little artist complex. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Has COVID well, impacted your business at all? So what's interesting is that I feel bad almost saying this because 80% of my clientele has suffered because of COVID. Yeah. It actually, so my business did not really dip. It just shifted. Okay. So because I've done, I've done a lot of guerrilla warfare up to this point. <laughs> um, with, I'm not even kidding because basically I came up advertising the business in bars. Oh, okay. And so, I, and so I would give cards to every man, woman, and child that could hold it. And I, I would buy cigarettes and then talk to people. Oh, oh you're smoking. Oh, I got one, even <laughs> though I don't smoke. And <laughs> just so, for the marketing. That's pretty smart. It's, it, yeah, it's just for marketing. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, and so it's paid off over the years where if one avenue runs dry, there are other avenues that I could tap. Like I could design for a company. I can go repair things for stores. I go repair things for... Uh, for multiple bands, or I can design and make my own things and then sell those on the market as well. And so a lot lot of of the repair business, thank you. A a lot of the the repair business dried up, but the people that are, that are very serious musicians that have not had the chance to stop and get their things repaired. I tapped into them instead. And they actually threw everything they had at me saying, Hey, listen, I haven't stopped for 10 years repair all my things oh wow so that worked out and so yeah it was it was a lateral maybe one or two steps back but basically a lateral move okay i was okay that's good because a lot of businesses suffered during this time but that's good to know that you you know stayed strong for the most part so we were so the way that we run is very very low overhead i've been because i'm self-funded i've been very financially conservative about this i i mean anyone who knows my shop knows that the like the biggest thing, the biggest frivolity in my shop is an espresso machine. Yes. <laughs> of which I, of which I directly benefit from. And that is it. I like that. <laughs> and it's a frivolity, but I don't care. I'm just like, Oh no, I have to have standards for my own caffeination. <laughs> I understand that completely. Yeah. And so it's very low budget, very low overhead. And so it, it helped during this time because I mean, everyone, including myself felt the pinch, but it was okay. Yeah. Um, um, Donato, I have to ask. Sure. Um, yeah, just this is kind of like backtracking a little bit about your business and stuff. Um, so, you know, for I, I know you said you you kind of adapted during COVID to kind of you know reach a different audience and and pivot your business based on you know what the economy and kind of what's available for business. So, what would like before like what what would someone come to you for like if they're looking to build a custom amp or is it you know any sort of re- guitar repairing it you know that they might something might have happened to something and they need it fixed or restrung or um do you kind of cover all that or so well in in this case actually it's all of the above so all the above so so i love doing repairs i love them um but the the future of where the business goes has to be not just that right It it can't be it can't be 35, 35, you know, I can't be 33.3 for each, you know, in terms of, in terms of diver- how, how diverse it is per se. 
um, because it's it, it never is. It, it ebbs and it flows. Like I'll do I'll do a lot of design work one month, or I won't have any design work for three weeks, or like you know three months. So basically, we do a little bit of everything on purpose by default because the structure, the way that my business is structured, is that I'm here to take care of your problem. I just happen to do, you know, repair and design and stuff like that. But people have brought me. Uh, mixers and PAs and cables. And I started getting into uh, winding pickups for guitars and um, everything. I have a laser cutter. And so I can now, instead of doing things with silk screening, which is very expensive, I can do, I can laser cut wood. Or my, my thing is mahogany. A lot of people don't do it, but I actually, um, I decorate all my pedals and amps with uh, mahogany faceplates and such because it sets me, it both, it sets me apart, but it allows me to manufacture at a lower cost because I can source right. it locally and from the States. So my goal is to be your person. What can I do to help your situation here? Um, usually it's musical, obviously. And sometimes it's, okay, well, let's, let's design a pedal board for you. Let's design a pedal specifically for you. Let's, oh, you have a custom amp that you want built? Okay, well, what are your needs? That's right. pretty cool. Okay. Because I mean, anyone can go into a big box store and get what they want. That's true. I mean, I mean, the, the half of the joke of when you like, if you watch The Office, why do we shop at Dunder Mifflin? <laughs> we're the we're the we're the paper people, and I and I can't wait for you guys to be hit with a cease and desist for that. But 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 in this case, I want to be your music person. When someone says, "Oh, I have a guy," I want that to be me even if it's for a multitude of different things. And generally speaking, I do a whole multitude of different things for people. So that's, I've, I've diversified myself on purpose, not so far that I can't handle everything because I'm not doing volume. I'm doing quality, but not volume. Okay. Uh, the, the man that does it all. <laughs> it, that, as, as long as it's done well, then I'm happy with that. I like that. Do you want to shift gears into question roulette with us? Sure. So question roulette is just random questions and it's one through 10. And all you do is pick a random question and um, we give you a random, uh, we give you a random question. You pick a random number and it, we just kind of roll like that. Okay. Um, you can pick a number between one through 10. Okay. I'm going to go with my favorite prime number of three. Three. Okay. Have you ever regretted something that you did to get a crush's attention? Oh, yeah. Oh, tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, let's see. I can almost say which time is this, but so, <laughs> so basically, I was, in, I was in elementary school and, well, I mean, seventh or eighth grade or whatever but yeah. there was a there was a there was a girl that i had met at like an outing that we used to have where we were i mean i'm like i don't know how to describe it it's like it was like a country club that everyone pulled together and went to and that makes it sound bougie but it wasn't everyone sounds like the racket club where will and i started <laughs> but, but literally and like but my thing is like i can barely swim like i would drown washing my hair in like in like a sink oh wow so <laughs> I could swim, but just barely. And so I remember that I, I had said, I was like, you know what? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I know how to swim. Yeah. I tried to look real tough. 
And she was like, oh, my God, yeah, come swimming with me. And I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure, sure. Because she called my bluff, like, because, you know, swimming is a normal thing. Right. And so I almost sank. Did you really? Straight up, oh, almost sank. It, it, lo- it was ridiculous. Like, I was never in any mortal peril, but I looked like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so to this day, you regret it. <laughs> it's the last time I tried to, it's the last time I used swimming or water-based things as a bluff dang see that's that's my forte that's wills as well we met um working at a pool club so we and we were on the swim team and everything so we that's how will and i met well no we met at school but we met at school yeah but that was our thing so you guys are fish (laughs) yeah i mean will more than i but yeah (laughs) (laughs) um will have you ever done anything that um has made that you've regretted, I can think of something. You can think of something? Yeah. On my behalf? No. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I could probably. Because <laughs> I feel like I feel like you probably could, but I, I don't know. Like, I I think for me it's more of, I, it's not in my personality to to try to be like the center of attention yeah. or and or make a big scene. So I think if like we were ever in a group and I I tried too hard. I think afterwards, in my own head, I would be kind of thinking to myself, wow, like I was really probably being a little bit over the top and I probably could have reined it in. But it was probably Uh, just you thinking that. Right. But it could have made me just thinking that. But I'd say it's more of like it would be like in that situation where maybe I thought I was trying too hard to impress a girl. And then I was like, oh, my God, I blew it. Like, what am I thinking? (laughs) Trying to, you know, do that, whatever. I one time pretended that I could skateboard. And, like, I really couldn't. And to this day, can't. And, like, stood on it. And, like, just stood on it and fell. <laughs> like, right on my ass. Just stood <laughs> on it and fell. Whoop, there it goes. <laughs> um, that didn't go far, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, do you want to pick another number? Will, I'll have you read this one. Perfect. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's do nine. Nine. Uh, what is one food that reminds you of your childhood? Awesome. awesome. I feel like that would be a good one for you. <laughs> Ask the perpetual fat kid what kind of food reminds him of childhood. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, so let's see. Um, I got into pizza relatively late in life. I was like seven years old when I had pizza for the first time. Really? So I can't be- yes. How? I was, a pick- I was a picky eater. Oh, my God. I was a picky eater. And I was like, why are you combining all these things? Oh, my God. And are I you a person know- that likes your food separate? Not touching? Yeah. Yes. Well, as a kid. Or at least, or at least in their own little groups. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But not- but. But, like, now I'm relatively speaking not a picky eater at all. Once I got the job at the restaurant, they were just like, yeah, you don't have this option anymore. Here's some muscles. Eat it. I was like, okay. I was like, what's a muscle? They're like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, chocolate-covered strawberries. Oh, yum. And ice, and ice cream. And Those ice cream. two things. I, I, for what I didn't eat in pizza or whatever, I made up for an ice cream. Dear Lord. And that reminds you of childhood? Ice cream, oh, yeah. Is that something you guys always had in the um in the freezer? Oh yeah, absolutely. Did you ever make your own? 
No, I never did. Oh, wow. No. And Even to this ironically, day? No, it's to this day. My last name on Facebook is Gelato, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually my real last name, which there's, there's a story with that. But What's the story? Yeah, no. Basically, I was in theater and this girl was like, oh, what's your name? I was like, Donato. She goes, ha, that rhymes with Gelato. <laughs> and I was like, ha, ha, that's not funny. And then I thought about it like five hours later. I'm like, that's actually hysterical. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so I made it my name on Facebook. And it just and stayed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can pronounce gelato way better than biseglia. Did I say it, it looks correct? too much like it looks like bicycle, so yeah, you're right. I keep wanting to say bicycle. <laughs> that well, so that's what they called me in Italian class was bicicletta, which is bicycle. Yeah. And that was my Facebook name before that. Oh, okay. I so, can see that. <laughs> so you now see the lineage yes. of, yes, I am now my final form. <laughs> um, all right. Do you want to pick another number? Let's see. Five. Well, what does five say? If you could switch genders for the day, what would you do? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, actually, I know what I would do. What would you do? I would, so I've always, ha- I've always had this gripe with being a guy. There's only one gripe I have because, I mean, in reality, guys are not hindered by literally anything. Right. They're not hindered <laughs> by anything. Except one thing. Except literally one thing. Not that it makes up for the rest, but literally, guys, guys are sort of boxed in into what is okay for them to dress and do socially. Like, why can't I dye my head purple? Okay, you can. That's the that is the first thing I would do is go like neon blue. I feel like you could as a guy. You could, but you think girls uh, get away with it better? It it I think it it is more socially acceptable. Like, yeah, you know what? Like, good for her. She's doing her thing. If I do it, they're like, wow, how what happened to jail? <laughs> um, uh, really? I would I would I would. I don't know. I like, I've always like just joked about it with my friends. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to dye my head. Like I'm going to go like that ultraviolet color of purple. I love that color. Yeah. It's like, one of my favorites. And everyone's like, really? Nah. You should do a piece of it. <laughs> just do a small part and see what people like say. I, I would love to do the shock of it. What, what, that's what they call it. Is it a shock? A shock of purple? Yeah. 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 You know what? Do like a hair extension. Get like a clip in and see what people say. I would love it. You should do that. Look into a hair extension. I bet you won't get as many negative reviews as you think. I'm in music. Almost anything is permissible. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, you're wearing you're wearing you're wearing study pumps today. Yeah, good for you. (laughs) What about you, Will? What would you do if you were a woman for a day? Um. I don't really know. I've never really thought about it. Me either. <laughs> so I don't know. But I get what Donato was saying about the hair. I think that's something that's like, you know, if, if you were to dye your hair bright color as a guy, it's it's looked at a little differently than if you were a girl. Um, you know what I would but... do? I would get myself a raise. If I was a white man, I went there. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what it's literally why I said I was like literally 
there is what what do I have to complain about? I know. Except <laughs> except an excuse of a fashion restriction. I know you guys would probably be in trouble <laughs> if you said yeah. anything. Yeah. I think I'm the only one that's allowed to say something. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just smiling into my lap. <laughs> yeah, I would ask for a raise. That's what I would do. Fair. And I'd get it. <laughs> um, all right, pick another number. I'm running out. I'm running out of odd numbers. I love them. Um, seven. Well, what does seven say? Have you ever sent someone the wrong text? Oh God, yes. Oh my God, do you have a good story about it? No, I don't, because it happens so many times. I had so I used to before I had my iPhone, which I'm still not entirely sold on, but <laughs> I used to have a. Google Nexus 6P. It was before the Pixel series. Okay. That's what became the Pixel series. And so I used to rewrite custom software to go on there because that's part of the beauty of that series is that you can do that. And so I love messing with it. But one of the bugs that I never got out was that it would, if you were sending someone a text, it might actually not go to the person you were sending it to. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah so you see the problem here. Wait, why would that happen? I don't know, but it, I found out that it wasn't actually just a software that I wrote bug. It was actually a Google software bug at that time period. Oh, that's bad. It was bad. And I, I had to like be so indiscreet about things to the point it looked like German Enigma code. <laughs> <laughs> like just in case I wrote something horrid. Or it didn't whatever. get seen by like your mother. Anybody. <laughs> yeah, anybody. It would be complete garbage text to just anybody. Like, oh, what does this mean? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just happy it got to you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, it's actually happened many times before, but one time specifically it happened to um to a client of mine where I was telling a friend of mine that I was like, listen, like, I don't know why this guy wants to fix this thing. It's a complete, it's a complete hunk of garbage. Oh no. And, and it was a hunk of garbage, but it was his sentimental hunk of garbage. (laughs) And I have my own sentimental hunks of garbage. I've driven many of them, but this was a guitar, which guitars because I probably, because it's like, it's something in your hands. Yeah. It's a far more intimate thing than, I don't know. I mean, like, people have that with jackets and jeans and cars and stuff like that. But most people will get rid of right. stuff. Yeah. People, people will keep a guitar that wouldn't even burn in fire for years just because it was their first one. Yeah, I can see that. It's expensive and sentimental. Yeah. yeah. And you told him, I can't believe he wants to repair this. Keep this hunk of garbage, yeah. <laughs> and, and so he was really cool about it. And he was basically like, well, it's my favorite hunk of garbage. Oh and, wow! And and I blanched. <laughs> How could you know? Blanched. Yeah, I went. I went more transparent than Casper. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And uh, yeah. I've done it before, yeah. but I've played it off. Like, um, I've definitely. I can think of one time where I was like, kind of gossiping, actually, or like venting. I was venting to a friend about another person but I sent it to that person but I didn't have their name in it you know what I mean you know when you're talking about somebody and you're thinking about them so you send it to them yeah 
so I did that. <laughs> but I played it off. I was like, and that's what she said. <laughs> I was just like pretending that I had a totally different conversation with somebody else. Um, and I was just, ma- I was pulling like shit out of my ass and just like, I don't even know. I don't know if they bought it to this day, but I really hope they did. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if they bought it to this day, but I really hope they did. But, you know, because I didn't want to hurt their feelings. But I don't know why I was so upset about it, because you sound like we were friends, obviously, if I was just talking shit about them behind their back. But that's funny. You never know. Um, so at this point, we shift gears into things that we are enjoying and things that are getting us through the week, things that are getting us through quarantine. It can be anything, music, food, um, people, TV shows, movies, what is getting you through? All right. So, um, so I go on to this site called Q-Rates all the time. Throw a shout out to Q-Rates because I love them. Okay. Um, it is a site, basically it's like Kickstarter. Okay. For for vinyl, and so I'm really big in vinyl. I love it. Um, and so basically, I will throw money. It's not usually much, like ten or fifteen bucks, at random vinyl that looks good. But usually, they have like a sample where you can hear it. And I heard a little sample. I was like, okay, this is cool. It's like I don't know how to describe it, but I I, I found this album that's basically like soft. It's like hip hop meets R and B, but soft, like easy listening okay. version of it. You could just have it on the background and it's just happy good. And so it's this album called Damn Fine by MTBRD. I don't know how to say it or whatever, but it's MTBRD. I'm going to have to look and it up. You should, because the entire album is gold. And it's just like good gold. background music? It's fantastic music just to have in your house. It's just, it's just good vibes. Oh, I like that. Good vibes. And um, there's that. The album Rock is Dead by Dorothy. It's fantastic. Um, this this uh, artist called Dorothy, she's fantastic. I love her. She has a new album out since then, but I like this one a lot. Um, the song Woman and Shelter are fantastic. Um, and the album Black and Blue by Gary Clark Jr. I can never go on with Gary Clark. He's amazing. I'm going to have to look so up basically, all these people. <laughs> oh, please do. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it's a very wide, it's a wide assortment that I gave you, but um, listening to like music is a, is a really, really big part for, is a big thing for me. Uh, reading as well. Um, yeah. Reading anything yeah. good these days. I can relate to that. Uh, I'm reading a poetry book called 3am whispers. Oh, okay. by, by Ilaria Scano. Or Scano. Um, she's fantastic. She's a, she's a friend. She just put this book out and it's amazing. Oh, that sounds um, good. You're going to have to send me that off the air so I can see. I will definitely will. Definitely will. Because that's um, right up my alley. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's great. Um, what else? I'm rereading uh, The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. Yep. Good one. Um, because the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the movie from like 2002, mm-hmm. was on. And I rewatched it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's right. This is all literary plot devices, you know, from like various different books. <laughs> And they ended up twisting a little bit how Dorian's picture works. And I actually liked how the movie did it. But I was like, you know what, let me reread this book. And it's, it's, it's very near and dear to me. That and the importance of being earnest are very close to me. Um, Love them both. I don't think I've ever read that one. That's also by Oscar Wilde. It's, it's hysterical. Hysterical. Yeah, I know I've never read that one. But you know what, I'm going to have to add that to my list. Oh, you should. It's great. 
Um, what about you, Will? What are you into these days? For music, uh, I recently, in the last few months, Mary, as you know, I've been listening to a lot of country. Yes. But um, <laughs> in the last, uh, I'd say, like a couple weeks, I've been listening a lot to that uh, Juice World album, Legends Never Die. And it's, it's not something I would normally listen to, but I found it uh, very enjoyable and like kind of a nice change of of from what i normally listen to so is that good um, like background music too uh no i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily call it uh, i mean i guess i i like it's good driving in a car I'd good say. driving in a car okay yeah. i was just trying to get the vibe <laughs> yeah <laughs> is it it's cooking not, music is it reading music driving in a car got it <laughs> no definitely not definitely not reading music <laughs> okay yeah um I've been, and I already know my sister's going to roll her eyes right now. Um, I've been making candles. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Please tell me. You're, please, are you selling shares of your business of Janice's candles? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. How did you know? <laughs> are, you, are you looking for investors? That's oh, my God. Um, Sorry, the office. No, we're huge office fans. You don't know. You're, this is the right audience for you. <laughs> fantastic um but yeah i've been making candles and um i just you know i'm i recently moved so i found a lot of wax um so i figured why not melt it <laughs> and make some nice candles um that's fantastic so you know what i know my sister's rolling her eyes and she's like of course you make candles but you know it's a hobby <laughs> it's saving me money <laughs> so all right. Uh, do you want to let's roll into our advice questions? We got three really good ones. Um, Will, do you want to read it? Sorry, I don't have my glasses on. That's why I can't read. <laughs> yes. All right. So we got Dear Mary Kate, Will, and Donato. I'm going to say something unpopular, but quarantine has been great. <laughs> I've been meaning to reorganize and do a few DIY projects in the house. A big project that my husband and I took on was renovating our basement into a casual billiards room that opens out onto our outdoor patio. I was boxing up junk to either sell or get rid of when my husband started yelling at me, claiming I was disrespecting his stuff. When he finally calmed down enough for me to figure out what he was referring to, it was his childhood Beanie Baby collection. <laughs> when, we, when we had them in the case in the corner of our basement as a joke, but now that we're finishing our basement into a classy space, I want the toys to go. Should I just throw the toys or should I just throw the toys out or claim early onset dementia or should I give him uh, give my husband, you know, the pass on the toys signed toss it out, Terry. Uh, I say throw it away. Claim early onset dementia. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If it's the bongo beanie baby, send it to me because I have two and it's the only one I keep a B. (laughs) If it's the princess Diana one, keep it. That shit's worth something. Um, see, no, throw it out. I know. I mean, if they're collect, I mean, I guess look them up, see if they're worth anything. Um, but I mean, he's a, he's allowed one. If he wants one, he can have one as a bookend. Okay, as a bookend, it. I guess is okay. But maybe you know, what about a bookend in a closet? Why does it have to be out? Under, under, <laughs> a, bu- a bookend in a closet is okay. Underneath some blankets and a box never to be seen behind the auric. Exactly. Yes. Why does yes. it have to be out? I don't get that. Why does it have to be on display? No. I think that's more concerning. 
<laughs> I mean, it's not a red flag, but it is pink. Yeah. Uh. Yes. <laughs> it's a deep pink. I mean, that's concerning. He's he was so pink. mad that she didn't know why until he calmed down because he didn't want his his stuffed animals to be thrown away. That's weird. But also, if they meant that much, why were they out? Yeah. It's another question. What was her name? Terry? Terry. 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 I guess, okay, look them up. See if they're worth anything. Maybe you can, you know, sell them. Or I would keep them in a closet or somewhere where, you know, you're not going to entertain. Because that's just weird. Yeah. You definitely can't have them out. No. In a billiard room? That's, like, cool, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it should, it, that definitely does not fit in a billiard room. It does room. not. <laughs> um, all right, what's the next one say? All right, dear Mary-Kate, Will, and Donato, my girlfriend has had more time since COVID happened and has been using her time as a creative outlet, which is great, except she decided to take up singing. Here's the thing. She sucks, but she thinks she's good. She's been recording music this weekend. She wants me to help her film a music video to one of her horrible original songs. (laughs) Not only is she bad at singing, but she's also just ripping off hit music and rewriting the lyrics. I want to be support. I want to be a supportive boyfriend, but I don't want to waste my time this weekend making something stupid to go along with her horrible voice. (laughs) Do I tell her she sucks and this strange hobby or do I keep pretending she's the next Adele? Signed, Hurting Ears, Harry. <laughs> um, oh, dear. I mean, he's already not being supported by writing in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you guys think? Because <laughs> I'm going to be harsh. <laughs> Will, what do you think? I think as long... I, I feel like you kind of... I, I don't know. Maybe you need to kind of bring it up in a kind way that she's not going to be the next great thing and then she's not all that but at the same time i don't know i think it you could i mean she doesn't not gonna get too sensitive i would have fun with making a video make it more of like a (laughs) skit comedy type thing you know than serious um because i think that would be more fun to look back and laugh at than take it serious yourself oh my god honestly this is embarrassing to even think about (laughs) Um, I had a friend once who thought she was really good at singing and will, you know, this person. And one time she was like, she was taking singing lessons and she was like, okay, I want to like perform something for you. And then she was about to sing, but she made me turn around. So I wasn't facing her because she was embarrassed. So she starts singing and I'm facing the fucking wall and I start laughing. (laughs) I'm like holding it in, um, because it was so bad. It was so, so bad. Um, to this day, I think there. She thinks that she's a good singer, but I think there's something deeper there. Like, why do people who are bad at things think they're good at things? I think it's, it's, it's a lot of it could be for. Oh my god, that's a big B. Um, I think a lot of it could also be like a bravado thing. They need to have a thing, and for people who might not have a thing, they latch onto something that which they could. That they like they're projecting that they think that they would be good at. That would be socially okay, but. I guess. I think that they just weren't bullied enough. You know? Oh, some of us were bullied too much. <laughs> I think oh, bullying can, you know, it can, it's your slice of humble pie. It reminds yeah. you, hey, I'm human. Hey, I'm not good at everything. <laughs> yeah, like, for example, to everyone, to all your listeners, like, don't wear Hawaiian shirts in eighth grade. Oh, my God, like did you? 
Yes, I had no choice. <laughs> Why? That's what I was. That's what I was told to wear. <laughs> Wait, by your mother? Yes. Oh my God. This she was is like, good. yeah, this is. She was like, yeah, this is the coolest. They'll all look at you. I was like, yeah, they looked all right. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Oh yeah, it was God. great. Maui gym in eighth grade. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Hey, you know. Wow. Aloha, hey. Aloha Thursday. Right? <laughs> Alo- Aloha every day, man. <laughs> but you probably got thick skin from it. You probably now you can laugh about it. I mean, you know. Yeah, I can. I can laugh. <laughs> Still hurts. <laughs> thing um i one time actually me and my sister shannon we were videotaping ourselves in my bedroom i was playing the guitar which i can't play just so you know and singing to kelly clarkson which i can't sing also and i was trying really really hard like doing my best and shannon is in the background background dancing and while we're recording we're recording over my brother's graduation tape which my mom was going to show the next night. So we're like making this. I think it's amazing. I'm like, this is the next thing. This is my tape into American Idol. I'm so excited. And then my mom, the next day, or like a couple of days later, is showing the video. And she's because she wants to show like all the cousins and everybody, like aunts and uncles, my brother's graduation, which they miss. And um, it cuts out to me. <laughs> full screen, full guitar, fully off key singing. And that was the moment I knew I was not a singer. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, this is this is the fault of the school who made the graduation tape. Because what would it have taken for them to pop that little tab that wouldn't allow you to re-record over VHS? Oh no, it was my mom's, like it was my mom's uh camcorder. Damn it, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> <laughs> we can right over that. <laughs> Gone forever. <laughs> I, tr- I really tried. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe the video will help this girl realize that she's bad at singing. That's what it took for me. A video and my family laughing at me. <laughs> Hon- honestly, my thoughts on this are basically that if there's a middle ground, because you're a lot more li- you're a lot more likely to have an impact if you give a fair but honest response in this case and i'm looking at it from someone in the in the music field okay that's how i so i'm looking at it from because it completely depends like hard of hearing harry um <laughs> i should is that it yeah. Hard of hearing harry? yeah um like does he have any credibility in music if the answer is yes if the answer is yes and he is able to like, oh, is he in the music field? If the answer is yes, then, oh, okay, that's fine. And, you know, he can say, you know, I like music. I like this. Um, this is your strengths. These are your weaknesses, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I like that. I do too. I think the video is going to be eye-opening though. Harry, I think you need to do oh, it. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a travesty. It's going to be a slow motion car crash. It is. But, <laughs> but it'll, be that's okay. it'll be comedy gold. It'll be comedy gold. It will be. That's something. That's something you should be sending to like one of those American um, Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, but I'm dating myself <laughs> wickedly. wickedly. <laughs> but that's all right. Um, I think we have one more question, and this one's a good one. All right. So, I'm in. I'm in a bowling league with a bunch of buddies of mine. My wife is also in the league, and she sucks. <laughs> It was never a big deal, but now our sponsorship team is our sponsorship is threatening to pull out supporting us if we don't show improvement. 
The easiest way to boost our numbers is if we ditch my wife for someone with more skill. If she wasn't my wife, I'd have no problem dropping her from the team. What do I do? Do I drop my wife from the team and then get an earful about it when I come home every night? Or do I let the team end because I don't want to hurt my wife's feelings? Help a man out. Signed, married, Mike. He's not going to be married, Mike, for long. I know. (laughs) Mike, keep her in. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a bowling league, man. Yep. I mean, I mean, yeah, it matters. I know it's like the biggest thing, but like, it is your wife's feelings. I mean, you did sort of sign up to be with this, like this girl for life. And she's going to resent you if you don't. Yeah. You could find another bowling league. You're right. Find another bowling league. Find another sponsorship. Anything but kick her out. Yeah. P- put in the 500 bucks for the sponsorship and just go, shh, take my money. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> pay, the, pay the sponsorship off. <laughs> this is one of those beautiful victimless crimes to throw money at. Yeah. And then it could be funny to laugh about later on. Exactly. You just can't tell her that nope. the sponsor pulled out and you paid for nope, it. Nope, nope. I wouldn't that's not something you tell maybe for like nope. 10, 15 years. Yeah. Oh ha ha ha. You remember that? Remember when that when? happened? Oh ha ha. Yeah. And you don't bring it up unless she says, like, hey, remember when I was horrible at bowling? Don't say it unless she says it first. Yeah, exactly. Oh wow. If the self admission is there. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Wow. Yeah. You can't. There's only one way out, and it's not getting rid of the wife because she's going to resent you, and then she's going to give you an earful, and she'll never forget. It's cool if you want, like, it's fine. Like, if you want to kick her off the team, it's okay. Just find another house and a couch to sleep on for the rest of your life. It's fine. <laughs> That's the like, alternative. It's okay. It's all right. What do you think, no, Will? No. I say you drop her. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's why. Here's why, right? <laughs> so this sounds like it's a pretty serious bowling league. And listen, I'm no bowler by any means. So if I was in a serious league where the numbers mattered, where, you know, you got to be hitting turkeys, like, yeah. no, I, I don't want to do that. I want to go, you know, gutters up, baby, have a beer, <laughs> throw the ball down the lane and see what happens. Yeah. So I, if I'm the wife, I'm almost might be like, oh, just please drop me already. Cause maybe she's doing it for Mike. Maybe she sees how much Mike loves the bowling and is like, I'm doing this for Mike. I'm not going to say anything. Oh, maybe. But then she gets dropped and she's like, oh, thank you. God, now I don't have to go bowl with these serious bowlers. <laughs> so, I mean, if if I was in the situation and I was playing a sport where I was playing with my significant other and I sucked and she was way better than me, I would rather just take a step back, you know, go find something else to do and let her do that. Or maybe we do another league that's less serious, that's more fun oriented. But yeah, I'd say, Mike, you're good to drop her. You know? <laughs> Mike, you're good to drop Keep her. on bowling, baby. Keep on bowling. <laughs> Um, okay. I mean, we don't have enough information if, but like, if she hasn't quit already on her own, isn't that a sign? Like I have enough self-awareness. We're like, yeah, if my significant other was way better at me in bowling and I was holding the team back, I myself would quit. No one would have to tell me. I would find the door on my own. (laughs) I would find the door on my own. You know, (laughs) do you think she doesn't have the self-awareness? She might not care. She might just be there just for him. Yeah. Yeah. She might be say she might say, Hey, listen, you and your stupid team, I'm here. You're right. <laughs> yep. Which which is totally it's actually very respectable that she would literally not care. That's true. If she refers to it as the quote stupid team, you know she doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, Harry, if, if it's the stupid team, then she doesn't even want to be there. <laughs> oh, I want to follow up on this. I want um there to be follow up. I want to know what happens. I want to know what you pick. Um 
also, so I guess we will end with um, Donato. What is your best kept secret to enjoying life or succeeding at life? Just ha- living your best life. It would probably be find what you like and do what you love and don't quit. Like take, take risks, weigh them, but take risks. That's basically it. I wanted so badly to quote the office when he's talking to David Wallace. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how your numbers are so good. What's the secret? The secret is, and is not to do. And it's just a complete run on sentence. That is nothing. And it just contradicts. It's yeah. It's all waffle. <laughs> but honestly, it would seriously, if I had to answer this, it would be like, t- like weigh your risks, understand what you're getting into, but whatever you're getting into, make sure you're passionate about it. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's fair. Because, because what I do, I love it to death. I would do it for the rest of my life. Is it, is it the most profitable thing? It's getting there. It, it, it has taken a lot of patience, a lot of negative tax returns to get to <laughs> yeah. where we're, we're okay. And it's going up from there. You know what I mean? It's, you, you plant seeds to collect later. You don't plant seeds to collect the next week. Yeah. No, that's good advice. Um, that's great advice. I, I could take like a note from that. Um, and where can everybody find you? So um, I have a Facebook. It's Dual Stage Amplification. Okay. Um, it's uh, facebook.com slash uh, dual stage amps. Uh, same thing for Instagram, dual stage amps. Um, we have a website, dualstageamps.com. It's really easy. I just wanted the same handle for everything. Um, Perfect. My own personal Facebook is Donato Gelato. I guarantee <laughs> you'll find like five Donatos in New Jersey and then me, and that's it. Um, <laughs> that's it. Um, and that's not a knock at Jersey. God bless. They have all the other God ones. Bless. <laughs> God bless. And, uh, yeah. Awesome. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm everywhere. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, and, oh my God, guys, thanks for having me. And you guys can find Donato on our website too. If you wanted, if you forgot all of that and you need to refer to our website, um, have a great night, everybody. Thanks guys. Take care. Um, thank you so much. Of course. So, oh yes. God. Thank you so much, Donato. Appreciate it. Literally my pleasure. I hope I wasn't like an ass. Not at all. I probably no, oh my was. Gosh, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you were great. And I'm going to oh, send God. you when this comes out, this is coming out. When did I have it next Wednesday? So I will send you like all the hype up for that. So, um, so that you know, what's, what's happening on our end. That's fantastic. Awesome guys. And we'll put you on our website and everything. Which will be cool. Woo. Thank you so much. Fantastic. And if there's oh anything God, else you want us to share, just let us know and we will um, post it up. Sure. Um, sure. But and we- I was serious, by the way, about my offer before, too. If you guys want anything lasered for a giveaway or whatever you guys might like, let me know. That's a great Seriously, idea. Because I, I can happily do it. That, I have the awesome. machinery. I'll, I'll just do it. That would be a great idea. We should do a giveaway for this episode. Our listeners love a good giveaway. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll talk about it and we'll let you know. Sounds good. Thank you so much. And we'll be in touch. If you have anything, if you need anything in the meantime, just like let us know. Awesome. Thank you kindly. All right. Have a great night. Thanks. You as well. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Hey everyone, if you want to reach me and Will and get some super great advice, remember you can email us at bkspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's bkspodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Instagram at bkspodcast. And you can find us every Monday with a new episode and sometimes on Wednesdays. You might get lucky on a Wednesday. Thanks.